Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And today we're going to pair the, the brand new cigar from Tim Ostinger, Ostinger Family Cigars, called the Aramis. That is a San Andreas wrapper over an Ecuadorian Sumatra binder with fillers from Nicaragua, Dominican, and Connecticut broadleaf. And we are drinking our house old-fashioned with this. We think this is going to be a great pairing. Of course, our old-fashioned pairs well with whiskey. Anything. Any day that ends with why, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, dude, I smelled this cigar. Oh, it is like it's sweet barnyard. It's sweet barnyard. It is yeah. really sweet. It's a uh, yeah, uh, almost cocoa adjacent, but I'm yeah. not willing to say chocolate. First just smelling up, it, I, and um, I think Will was Will was good about saying this. He said first light up, it got a lot more chocolate than once you got later into it. Huh. So we'll play around with it and cool. see. Um, one thing I will say, I mean, I know a lot of times you'll hear someone say barnyard. Um, as weird as it sounds, it's exactly what it sounds like. It, it, you know, you got the kind of manure notes, the haze, all those kind of things you just smell on a farm. Yeah. And that's what, kind of what you smell sometimes on a cigar. Sometimes people are off put by that. But as soon as you light it, it's usually pretty amazing. So, it is. So I went I will for the say on this one, um, if you're watching this, you come in and do the pairing. This is one that really needs to have a full cut. You can't do a small V cut. It won't get you the full draw. I think it's just because of that bellicoso in on yeah. it. Um, but once you get a full deep V on it or a full cut, it actually has got a really nice draw to it. Is this spicy on the palate, on the cold draw? <laughs> Isn't that wild? That is crazy. It's almost like a white pepper. Is that what you're getting, the white pepper? Yeah. Yep, white pepper. I don't think I've ever got that on a cold draw. I feel on the lips, I'm getting like a raisin. Yeah. But then on the cold draw itself, I'm getting the uh, white pepper and hay. That's freaking crazy. It's just got a really unique, um, I don't know how unique it is, but it's got a really good blend of tobaccos in this one oh. that's Well, it definitely nice. tastes unique to me. Like, I've smoked enough where I feel like I shouldn't be this surprised, but. That makes me super excited to get into this cigar. Well, I was a little nervous because we, they did pre-orders on this one a couple months back. And I told him, yeah, send me eight boxes. Back then, I completely forgot about ordering them. So then when I placed an order with him this last week for the event coming up on Friday, actually the day this airs, if you hear this when we first loaded up, 5 o'clock today, Dave Payne will be in here. Yep. Having a Crown Heads event, great deals and all that. We'll talk about that later. But... um. I ordered more cigars and I ended up ordering a few more boxes and I got them all in. I'm like, oh crap, there's a lot of cigars for a cigar I've never smoked. Pulled one out immediately off the truck and smoked it and it was a razor sharp burn all the way to the nub. And I'm like, ah, oh, we'll sell those, it'll be fine. Oh my goodness. That is, it's like dry chocolate. Yeah. It's a really dry chocolate on the, on the first light. And cedar, and on the retro hill, there's just a tinge of pepper. Yep. That's really nice. Well, and it's like the pepper on the nose is like, it's like 
a quick spice on the nose, and as soon as you blow out the smoke completely, it just fleets out. It's mm. kind of nice that way. On the uh, going from this to the old fashioned, it brings out a lot more uh, dark notes. It kind of brings in some of that richness to the old fashioned, where our old fashioned leans a little bit brighter. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, well, that's kind of what I was hoping. I was hoping because I, I know the cigar does have some kind of chocolatey notes in it, but it's they're kind of fleeting. Yeah. Um, I was hoping that this might pull out some more of those chocolatey notes, having that kind of cherry kind of feel going with the oh, old fashioned. It definitely does. I'm not willing to oh. call it a full chocolate, but it is that chocolate. Almost chocolate thing. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really Man, does. Well done, Austin yeah. Family Cigars. This is fantastic. Well, I'm anxious to see what you think by the time we get to the end of it. Because like I said, I've told many people already on this. This is definitely in my top two or three best cigars of the year so far. Oh, it's fantastic. So I'm excited. Um, if, Like I said, if you do hear this... These are uh, these are made with but with crowned heads participation. Yeah. However, they do that. Um, this will be on the the discount for the twenty percent off a box, and it's a hell of a deal for this great of a cigar. Twenty percent off a box, and you'll get blood medicine. Yes, you will. You get a pack of four blood medicine with a box purchase. So, so if you like cigars, and you listen to this the day it comes out. Just show up and get this box. You're getting four free cigars that are already amazing. You're getting four more by the discount on the box. Plus, you're getting four blood medicines that you can only get in an event. So you're really getting a hell of a deal by doing that. And, oh, yeah. by the way, we're having Calibri that day, too. Oh. So Les and Calibri will be here, so we're going to be doing discounts on Calibri stuff, too. So if you're looking for some good, some amazing gifts to get your dad for Father's Day, Get him a box of cigars, get him some blood medicines along with that, and grab him a cutter and a lighter, and he's going to have one hell of a Father's Day. Oh, that's for real. Yeah, uh, Rob, it looks like you got a little something on your arm. Would you yeah. like to explain for the for the yeah. people on the show? Yeah, I got my big boy tattoo going. Yeah, finally, so. Rob finally uh, ponied up and did it. I did it, yep. I got a little bit of touch-up he's got to do. just Not touch-up, but it's going to be like some highlights adding to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's my family crest in the middle with a nice Glen Cairn on one side and a cigar on the other. Yep, because N Rob likes to smoke his arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, but yeah, I like it. It's not. It turned out really nice. It did still healing up. So, but yeah, dude did, did a good job. Jay McClure, shout out to Jay McClure. Shout out. He's the uh, tattoo artist. It's Jay McClure Studios. He's over in Zionsville now. Mm. Solid guy. Um, and he just he's just does great work. I mean, he he took what I drew and just kind of tweaked it, cleaned it up, added, you know, changed the way the glass and the cigar looked, and it turned out exactly the way I wanted it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Rob, I was in Chicago this past weekend. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I, I, hear, I hear mask mandates are still in place in <laughs> Chicago. They're not, but everybody <laughs> still wears a mask. And I I was telling Victoria, well, I hadn't masks seen are for masks are for protection. And since yeah. you can't own a gun there, you might as well have protection. That was the other thing. I don't remember <laughs> seeing any cops when I was there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there shouldn't be any cops. There's no crime with no guns, right? I mean, Chicago's the safest place in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's totally. What, that's what I heard. So either they had just pulled them all 
and sent them all home. Or all of the cops were working the Taylor Swift concert both nights when I was there. So. Did you go to the Taylor Swift concert? No, I didn't go to the Taylor Swift concert. You went. You, went you think to, I have money like that? You went to get your picture in front of the bean, didn't you? In front of the bean? Oh, no, yeah. Uh -uh. The big chrome. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? Not really. Look up Chicago bean. It's this big freaking chrome bean that people get their picture taken in front of. That is so dumb. <laughs> that is so dumb. It has so to be dumb. some kind of an artwork thing. I just never went down the rabbit trail to figure out why. I'm sure people are screaming at us. It's it's art. <laughs> it's got to be Scott Johnson telling us that. It is. It's but art. I uh, stopped in it at Benny's, and oh. Benny's was the only place where I got cigars. Nice. And uh, I found some Warhead 7s, which oh, was very, very go. nice. I bought them out of those. Warhead 9s will be coming here in a couple months. Also, their Benny's cigar prices are crazy low. They had the lost Sace for 15 bucks. What? Yeah. Well, I think they're a lot like Total Wine that, and, and Party Source. Yeah. Their prices on their cigars are low because they don't care about them. They're actually making all their money on their liquor. Yeah, it got to be. But I saw a cigar there uh -oh. that I knew you needed to have. Oh. So here you are. <laughs> oh, God. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Let me, let me rephrase that. Nope. <laughs> the eight by eighty. So you want to know something? And I just thought that has Rob written all over it. So you want to know something? This is CLE's number two selling cigar in their entire portfolio. How? Well, oh, I said Rob, he's gonna show you. In no, a Rob will let you know after we finish this one. Oh up. my gosh, he's gonna smoke it on the trip I'll tomorrow. No, I'm gonna do it on the show. You're gonna sit around and wait for this thing to get smoked <laughs> on the show. That will take me 12 hours, dude. We should do a live stream episode. Live stream episode. Of Absolutely. <laughs> I'll get another one. I'll smoke it with you if you'll Rob, do that. Rob takes on Mr. T. <laughs> Yeah, so this is Man. an 8 by 80 And honestly, oh my God. I did not. I can't believe you wasted your money on that, dude. <laughs> it was $9. I know. That's what's stupid about it. It's still a sub $10 cigar with 47 pounds of tobacco. I in saw it. this. As, it was right under the Espinosa stuff. And I was like, it's nine bucks. I got to get Rob one. I can't believe it fit in your little humidor thing you had. I had to put it in diagonally. <laughs> like, nice. it just, it doesn't just fit in the little humidor. Oh my God. But, uh, their, I mean, their cigar prices were crazy good. So, uh, yeah, if you're ever in the Chicagoland area or over by a Benny's, I also got one. Actually, of the, I like Benny's. I also got the Four Star Society, That's which a is great cigar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I actually, love I'm out that. of those right now, but I, I usually try to keep a box of those on hand because they're just another great Espinosa cigar made only for Benny's. So, oh, other cigar I bought there was the AJ New World Dorado. I remember you said you weren't too keen it on okay. it. I really enjoyed did that you? cigar. Yeah. Most I mean, people have said that. But it did like the sweet Habano thing for me, which okay. kind of up my alley right now. Yeah. 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 I, I had one and I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I would try it again because I've had so many people say how much they love it. Yeah. But. Well, that's cool. If you guys want to see thanks. Uh, Rob JTS Brown this 8 by 80 and then smoke it. <laughs> Let us know. JTS Brown. 
<laughs> no. Let us know I, in the comments. I will tell you right now. If you've this ever had giant. If you've ever had the Asylum 13, a like piccolo the is smaller size, than this. It is. <laughs> but this the little Toro size ones of those. Yeah. It's a really good blend. Yeah. It's actually a good blended cigar. So now, I'm, I'm sure no you'll love the eight by eighty. At least tw you know twenty times as much, right? <laughs> Gosh, yeah, I'll take that tomorrow on the pick. You should, yeah. So I do want to see you try and smoke that in the car. Oh, I hope it's a freaking smokestack. I'm gonna tell Will to roll the windows up. We're gonna. Are we riding with Will? Yeah, he's driving. Oh, okay, we're we're really breaking that Genesis in on this trip. <laughs> Is it his rental? It's his rental. <laughs> yeah. God no bless order. you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so what we're talking about is we're going down to do a pick at Spirits of French Lick tomorrow, and um, which, when this is airing, it's two days ago. Yeah. But um, it's we're excited about doing that. Alan Bishop's awesome. We've talked about him before, so we won't belabor it. But we're going to be down there, and I, apparently I'm smoking Mr. T's big old cock here <laughs> on the way down. So, all right, let's go. Back to the real cigar. I think Mr. T's done steroids, so I I, I'll T's bet this crowd signs him. It might be. It might be. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you ever think you'd own one? I don't own one. Yeah, you do. Nope. It's yours. It's not on my... It's not... Oh, God. I don't... No. God, no. It's yours. I need to find a way to actually, like, put it... like. <laughs> like You'd have to zip tie it to your hat. Zip yeah. tie it to my ear. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It's I, giant. Actually, what we'll do, so I'm um, going down to French Lick. The, the the crew down there, the two girls that are part, in charge of the barrel program, both of them came up to me at different times when I was down there saying, so are you going to bring some, some cigars so we can smoke them with the – I'm like, yeah, you guys in the cigars? Oh, yeah, we love cigars. So I'll bring that one out and say, you guys, anybody want one of these? <laughs> <laughs> do we have a cutter big enough for that, or are you just going to have to use your pocket it's knife? It's an 80. That's an 80. <laughs> it's like it was meant to be, Rob. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. You still have to smoke this on the way down. I'm gonna cut it in half. You have to smoke the other half. That's you're, not the way this works. You're gonna smoke the foot in too, because it's gonna unravel in your mouth and everything. I I don't know what the politically correct way to say that <laughs> that sort of giving is not welcome here <laughs> is, but oh no, you gosh. can't give it back like that. Man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you put that in your pocket. Are you just happy to pretty, see me? That'd be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> is it cold I'll, in here? I'll wear some shor shorter shorts and have it just like stick it out the Oh, end. my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was so excited uh, when I found this, dude, because we always punk on him. Like, we always joke about this freaking cigar. I did, after I saw this one, I did look for the 9x90 because I was going to buy that if they had it. That only comes out once a year. I and know. sell like crazy. And so. they didn't have it. Well, so thank God. I had to settle for the second best, the 8x80 from Asylum. Second best. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I could have spent four more dollars and got you a lost sace, but I chose to but give you, you chose, the better man. value of the two. We'll just call that Donkey D. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, mm. it, it was crazy. I was in a very uh, Jewish area, and there was the Buffalo Trace kosher recipes all over. Oh, which, really? Which people go crazy about those bottles, but 
it feels insensitive to buy them and flip them on secondary market because it's like this is literally one of the only whiskeys available Actually, for them to drink. No, that the, should be the only whiskey that you flip ever. It should be totally fine. Why? It's the Jewish way, man. I'm telling you. Don't this pull a Kanye the, on us. No, no, Don't do that. I'm saying. Don't do that. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying they know how to make money on top of money. And they'll continue, and they'll, I guarantee Rob, you, you need to it. hop off of this one. You saying, need to hop off this one. I'm not one. being mean. I'm just saying they're brilliant. I didn't buy it because. You didn't buy any? No. Why not? Because that's one less bottle the community that actually needs it. All right, whatever. Could have. Whatever. It's being whatever. It was also like 80 bucks a bottle oh. for like. Something you've never tried and don't even know if it's worth a crap. Yeah. Yep. But. Speaking of Buffalo Trace, we'll get into some fun, some more shenanigans for you. Here, I'll just go ahead and put this up on the camera so everyone can stare at it. Um, Before we get into full shenanigans, yeah. I got to tell you guys about the new Weller bottle that yeah. is being released. This is Daniel Weller, uh, their Emmer Wheat recipe. So this is an experimental mash bill. Um and it is the same Weller mash bill. They just use a different type of wheat. It's aged in the middle of the rick houses, and uh, people are saying that it tastes more like uh, Weller single barrel, not as much like Weller 12, though it is around that 12-year age range. Um, but beautiful bottle. It's a they beautiful did, presentation. They did drift away from the uh, actual, actual Weller bottle line. It has a compass as the cap. That is pretty cool. Nobody has heard in. Oh, it is ninety-four proof as well. So lower proof, whatever. It people are guessing price right now, and with it being a Buffalo Trace experimental collection and a brand new bottle, like two fifty, three hundred maybe to start. Median median guess is four hundred. Really? Yeah. Just because of the way those extra releases have gone. Yeah. The other thing, people, and it sounds like it's going to be a yearly release at this point, oh, okay. this Emmer Wheat recipe, but they're uh, they're projecting it to be going for $2,000 on secondary once it hits. I could see it with the way Weller crap goes on secondary and stuff. The I could other see thing sure. is, is like this first run, especially if it's an every year release, It'll look something more like the Taylor Warehouse C and Amaranth of the Gods and how they do, oh, the, the tornado, the tornado one. So right. how they do a specific Taylor every year could end up being the same thing for Weller. So it's cool. Um, nobody seems too keen on how it tastes, but. I mean, it's hard telling. I mean, it would be really awesome since it's such a special release for them just to put it out of the barrel of the same proof, but. Yeah, if they're, right. if they're already selling it at four hundred bucks, and they can get more bottles. Yeah, <laughs> for ninety four proof, okay. I guess. Rob, I want you to go ahead and pour. Well, explain what we're doing here, okay. everybody. So I brought three samples for Rob, and they are all from the same Buffalo Trace mash bill, and that's what I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about today. And I is, know very little about Buffalo Trace because, again, I've not played the game with them very much. Yeah, so. so. All right, we'll go but start with A. What I what I want you to do, Rob, is see if you can guess what they are. Your choices are uh Eagle Rare, okay. Buffalo Trace, okay. And uh Taylor Small Batch. Okay. 
Yeah. So those are all. I've had them all, but I probably couldn't pick them out of a lineup. We'll find <laughs> yeah. out. Um, so here's what I'll tell you guys. Most people don't realize how many things are made by the exact same distillery. But Buffalo Trace does three things well. And occasionally, they do a rye well in the form of like a Thomas Handy or something like that. In my opinion, if you like Buffalo Trace's rye, more power to you. But in uh, their main mash bills are mash bill one, two, and three. That's just what they're called. Uh, mash bill one has Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, Old Charter, E.H. Taylor, Benchmark, Stag, and uh, George T. So all of those come from the same mash bill. They're just different ages, different proofs. Mash bill number two is most popularly known for Blanton's. Blanton's is mash bill two. But uh, a couple bottles that share the same mash bill is Ancient Age, which is a great bottom shelfer. If you're in some southern states, like it's just baby Blantons. Um, Elmer T. Lee, same mash bill, Rock Hill Farms, and Hancock's Reserve. Those are all mash bill two. Mash bill three is their weeded mash bill. And you know what? You got the entire Weller lineup in that. So, okay. Question. Yeah. Um, are these all in that 90 proof range? I know Eagle Rare and but the small batch is too, right? Small batch is 100. It's bottom It is 100. Bond. Okay. Okay. Yep. So uh, in the Buffalo Trace Weeded Mash Bill, you have Weller Special Reserve, Weller Antique 107, CYPB, Weller Single Barrel, and Weller 12. Also William LaRue Weller. And then all the all the Pappy lineup, except for Old Rip, um, Old Rip, because that's a rye. Okay. And that gets us into the rye mash bill, which they don't do a whole lot that I enjoy in the rye mash bill. But Sazerac rye is what you'll typically be able to find out of that. And then Sazerac 18 and Thomas H. Handy are the two BTAC bottles in there. So Buffalo Trace makes four mash bills, and all of these bottles come out of that come out from one of the four. Isn't that crazy how it, it changes just by age and where it's in the Rick House? And I, well, I, I tell you what, like we could dive into Heaven Hills mash bills, but I think people would be bored by the end of it because yeah. there are so many different things coming off of the same mash bills, just like in this instance. But what I found this week was that a lot of people didn't realize that, like, Buffalo Trace and Stag Jr. are the same thing. Uh, Benchmark and Eagle Rare are the same mash bill. Like, and uh, a lot of people don't know about the, uh, the other Blanton's bottles, like the uh, Rock Hill Farms or the Caribou. Kind of have an early guess, but I'm going to play around with it. So, Yeah. So, uh, Rob, you have a pour of Buffalo Trace, Eagle Rare, and Colonel E.H. Taylor Small Batch in front of you. Do you have a guess on which is which? And I'll tell you what. To you guys out there, you're like, oh, I could definitely tell Buffalo Trace apart from Eagle Rare. It's like, I, I don't know. that. You, yeah, not when you're blinding. 
They're the same mash build. Uh, the, really, the big difference in Eagle Rare is that it carries a 10-year age statement. I let my cigar go out. I was talking so much. I feel like... Gosh. I feel like B <laughs> is Taylor. Okay. I feel like... Yeah, which I labeled these samples A, B, and C. Um, I feel like C is Eagle Rare and, and A is regular Buffalo Trace. Are you going to lock it in? I mean, that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Am I completely so, off? So, sample number A is Eagle Rare. Okay, I was bounced. I couldn't. Those two, I was bouncing back and forth. Uh, sample B is Buffalo is Trace, it really? and sample C is Colonel E. H. Taylor. Wow. Yeah. So I felt like B had just a little bit more. Well, you know what though? No, I no, no. About the Don't heat. back up on it. No, but the, the, I mean, heated, like the, the heat. The heat. It would really be the only way to tell. But I couldn't tell. But, and know. I will give you a little bit that Buffalo Trace is a really good Buffalo Trace single barrel. So it's a, it's a little bit different than what you normally get on the shelf, but I looked in my collection of Buffalo Traces, and I have like seven Buffalo Trace bottles, and they're all single barrels. I don't have a batch Buffalo Trace. So. so A was? Eagle Rare. Okay. Interesting. What was your favorite of the bunch in the blind? Sounded like it was B. <laughs> I mean, they're... As weird as it sounds, because we've just been smoking and drinking that, yeah. and I've been smoking all day, I could, I can definitely tell they share the mash bill. Yeah. Because they do have a similar profile. Yeah. B, I felt like had a little bit more heat, which kind of tricked me thinking it was going to be the Taylor. Uh-huh. But I always forget the reason I like Taylor is because it's smoother. It is. So that's probably what threw me off, is I'm thinking more heat. So B, B, and Buffalo Trace... Makes sense because it's just Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Uh, I do like that Taylor. I haven't gotten into that Taylor bottle in a while. Just because, uh, I don't know. It's hiding in the back somewhere in my pantry because <laughs> the bottle's too tall. It's and funny that, how perception changes when you, when you know it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because that... Because see, now that I'm tasting, I can definitely say, oh, yeah, that's the better of the three. But tasting them in progression and not do it, not cleansing the palate, yeah. that one definitely hit better. But, I mean, honestly, not a one of them was terrible. No. Huh. Uh, that's that's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. I thought I had at least one right. Damn. No, you didn't have any of them right. But that was, that was what I hoped would happen, Rob. Yeah. Because... I figured it would. A lot of people... We'll sit there and be like, oh, man, Eagle Rare, it's so much better than Buffalo Trace. And it's like, dude, if you've had anything to eat that day, the chances of you being able to tell the difference, so severely slim. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, who knows? Maybe maybe the whole idea why I like Taylor is just because it's Taylor. I think so. Interesting. It, uh, I mean, a beautiful presentation, everything. But it, it's really not that. I mean, 
You're talking six proof points, 3% off from its brothers. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if Taylor was younger than uh, Eagle Rare. Yeah. Like, because they don't claim don't an claim age statement age. on it. Yeah. But Eagle Rare's 10 years. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Well, I watched that one. I, that's what I hoped would happen, <laughs> Rob. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have, too. I have done... Uh, we used to sit there, Isaiah Long and I used to sit there and do um, run-throughs of, of whiskeys. And we, we like, one night we did our Buffalo Trace single barrels better than Eagle Rare. And every single one of them beat out the Eagle Rare. Yeah. And it's a cheaper bottle when you can find them. Yeah. Like, they don't go for much on secondary. We just all preferred that. If you can get over the way the bottle looks... The True. Buffalo Trace single barrels, way better than Eagle Rare. But Pretty I do have an Eagle, Eagle Rare single barrel that's really good, but yeah. I didn't throw that in here yeah. just because I knew it would piss you up even more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, any one of them is okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if I could tell the difference even going back and flipping them around at this point. But none of them are knocking your socks off. No. No. Take bigger sips of it. Maybe that'll help. There's plenty. Yeah. Mm. Let's take a moment to hear from our partners. Is your closet starting to feel a little weak? You know, like shoddy fabrics, misshaped, tired designs? Then Seven Strong brand has exactly what you need to reinforce your look. We're talking a four-way stretch of polyester, cotton blend, silky smooth, breathable, and above all, true to fit while keeping its fit. No? Well, what about our hidden collar button with reinforced stretching? It's pretty strong. Or how about designs that'll get you a standing ovation no matter the occasion? Happy hours to baby showers, the flight to date night, even from the shore to stepping out to the store. Seven Strong brand has button-down shirts that will transition you from one place to the next and make you stand out every single time. And for listening to our show, new customers get $5 off their first purchase with code Final third. Not to mention, all orders over $50 qualify for free shipping. And you know, just like any label on a bottle or cigar, these shirts are going to be a stamp of quality every time you wear them. So find your strength and style by checking out 7-strong.com, as well as following 7-strong brand on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our wonderful new table is brought to you by Deadwood Live. That's D-E-D Wood Live. Go check them out on Facebook and see what Derek can do for you. From bars to tabletops to a giant podcast table, they specialize in making super high quality furniture from live edge woods and reused barrels. So reach out to them on Facebook and see what they can do for you. I wonder if Lisa could tell the difference. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Little joke. Yeah. Lisa, come here. Want to do a tasting with us yeah pour a little more of this in there yeah oh maybe oh, not. you can't do it now we'll, we'll have you do it in a little while so yeah when your palate cleans out yeah but uh yeah i mean that that's really it that we're just trying to trying to educate a little bit talk yeah. about how hey most of it is just perception behind a bottle oh yeah know? yeah um, 
putting a horsey on a bottle automatically makes it 100% better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always better. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I will say. If you've never done it, you know, even if it's just you and your wife at home, have your wife set up three bottles and give you three pour- pours and let you sit there and see if you can figure them out. You'd be really shocked how many times a $30, $40 bottle will outperform a $150 bottle. Oh, yeah. And, and you're like, again, the perception is a lot of that. But also, you know, when you're blinding, I mean, you're just trying to overthink everything. Yeah. And I mean, and you really do like you're in your head. You're racking your mind. Like, what does this taste like? What, yeah. what am I trying to get from this? But as you're doing that and really focusing in on what you're tasting, you're not you're not blinded by the bottle or by the status just because you're not able to be. Right. Like, you don't know what's in the glass. Yeah, and I would have expected Eagle Rare and Blanton's to, or um, Buffalo Trace to be pretty similar. Yeah. Just because they're a little bit lower price and all that stuff. I really expected Taylor to, to pop. Yeah. It didn't, though. It didn't. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, I'd throw a Stag Jr. in the mix, but I don't have one. Also, that would have screamed at you. I love Stag Jr., though. Yeah. Yeah, but in that in that blind, blind, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, you're talking thirty points higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) thirty or forty. But yeah, I don't know. It's just a fun thing to do. So if you have a favorite whiskey, put it in a blind, and just uh, put it up against other things you like, and just see because a lot of times your favorite whiskey bottle is your favorite whiskey because of the bottle or because of the status it carries. Yeah. Um, Again, that Weller you just showed, yeah, could just be just basic ninety-four proof whiskey, but it's got this amazing presentation story, yeah, the name on it, and people are gonna go nuts over it. I mean, and that's the thing with like uh, Old Forester Birthday Bourbon. Oh, it's a beautiful bottle. I didn't realize how low a proof it was. What it's in the nineties, isn't it? I don't know. I I thought it was higher than that, but maybe not. But I haven't heard a single person tell me a, an amazing thing about it. No. Uh, People, I, was so, I was so disappointed. Because I love Old Forester. Yeah. That was I mean, and, not and those, good. And those uh, blue label, barrel proof, single barrels, fantastic. fantastic. Oh. Honestly, I can't think of one that I've ever had that I'm like, I don't like that. I mean, even just some of the basic like Kroger and Meyer picks are delicious. Yeah. Uh, and they're not bad prices. Usually around what sixty nine dollars. Uh, they've been creeping up towards eighty, but I'll still pay that for that for sure. <laughs> Probably you say you know talk about beautiful bottles. I mean, will it pot still? Amazing bottle. Oh Absolute my gosh! Inside the bottle, it is hot garbage. And if that's your jam, it could be because the bottle's amazing and you're grabbing it by the big freaking neck and making this beautiful pour. We beg of you. Go for it. Do it in a blind. Yeah. Put it up against Makers 46 and see which one will beat it out. And that's what's sad. I guarantee Makers 46 without. Oh, I'm telling you it would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So I saw something on the news today. You, what'd you, what'd you, you find? You talk about it. What, what am so, I talking um, about? So talking about how distilleries are going just a little too far. So there is a distillery. Let's see if I can find out what the name of the distillery is, if they even say it. Um, it's a um, it's a Japanese whiskey. 
oh, let's join the club. No. It's a Japanese whiskey that's first American single malt whiskey using air harvested water. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know how you... <laughs> You know how you air harvest water? It's called condensation. No, it's called a dehumidifier. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Run oh it through my. a filter and let's go. It's just like some of, these, some of this stuff is almost like, let's see what else we can throw on the bottle Yeah, for so fun. the brand is called Kamiki, and they're, Kamiki. Making an, they're making an American single malt. And a little bit of props to them because a lot of, a lot of the problems are coming in where these big whiskey companies are – Moving into, I mean, places even like Bardstown, they're having to truck in water. So this is a really creative solution. Yeah. And I think Not. that's cool. But you're going to spend so much energy. And time. <laughs> Air harvesting water has got to take a shit ton of time. I mean, yeah, you could run the system 24-7 when no one's there. Well, and then I'm you like, damn, just run our RO system if you want straight up water or... Use your limestone water. It's the best water in the world. Until you taste Colorado water. Yeah. It's the best water in the world. Well, Coors does know what they're doing with that Colorado water. Oh, I almost went bush. bush. But that's a different beer. You ever okay. had bush beer? Um, I've had a bush latte before. <laughs> God. Oh. And then, as if it's not you know any crazier out there in the world... North Carolina Distillery takes a major step forward in mission to age bourbon in outer space. Uh, <laughs> Think that's going to be an approachable bottle? <laughs> yeah. This bottle will cost you $27,000. So are they sending it up in space? They're not in doing the bottle? it at all. This is just all hearsay about th they're working their way towards doing this. I'm like, whatever. I guess when the government says anybody can make rockets, Distiller says, huh, I'll build a rocket. <laughs> Jefferson's <laughs> Ocean, aged on the moon. Aged on the moon. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, people would buy that. Like, even if you Solaricast it and put a drop of the moon age stuff in every <laughs> bottle, people would buy the crap oh, out oh, of it. Oh, they would. Oh, they would. Oh, man, this tastes so much different. It's so lighter. It's the gravity so seems to be a lot lighter. It's a lot lighter. <laughs> I, uh... That would actually be problematic because space is like, I'm pretty sure it's super cold up there. So Unless you're going towards the sun. <laughs> <laughs> you better catch the barrel before it floats into the sun. All yeah. oh, rapid aging. Hot, hot, cold, cold, cold. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And then. Could you imagine having to hit your weight limit like on the spaceship? Because you had too many barrels. Like, you could have food on here. Like, but, you could have another person. But no, you just took no, some whiskey. No, we'll yet. throw one more barrel on there for you guys. Yeah. So, um, a half-smoked cigar by Winston Churchill went up for auction. Okay, how much did it sell for? It is selling for so $27,000, I think is what I saw. Um, the first guy was saying $1,100, but last time I saw someone out there, they said one sold previously like this for $27,000. A half-smoked cigar. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to smoke half of this, and you're going to throw it on eBay. Okay. And we're going to see how much money you can get out of it. 
It's going to go and for Kenny? pennies, baby. Pennies. Pennies. I'm sure Scott Johnson would at least bump it up to 100 for Scott, us. Scott will hype it up, and he'll get someone bidding against him. Oh, yeah. He'll be oh, up to yeah. a buck 50 in no time. A buck 50. <laughs> but that's just insane what people will collect. I mean, you know I, what I, I would do? I saw I thought, okay, what they did was they found a box of cigars that he had, and they could be dried up, whatever, and they were selling off cigars that he had. No, yeah. this is one that somehow – he smoked half of it, and someone picked it out of the ashtray. And kept and it. And kept it. <laughs> you know um, what I would do? Because I do lo- loathe the collector culture. I would, If somebody were to buy that, I would sit there and smoke the rest of it. You know how oh, stale and nasty oh, that would be? Horrible. Horrible. I wonder what sort of diseases Churchill had. They're probably gone by the time that cigar gets smoked. I would <laughs> hope so. Uh, I would hope so. But it's just amazing what people will spend their money on. Just to just to say they're the one that has it. I mean, whatever. But I thought those were some fun things that you know came out this year. Yeah. Or this week. This year. This week. This year. We do a yearly podcast. Yes, uh, yes. Year. So what's been going on with you? How's your hand healing up? Dude, it's getting better. Yeah. Um, I'm still not allowed to bear weight in it yet, like legit weight. But I don't know. The incision is disappearing, and I have a lot of flexibility back in my hand. So, By the way, all you out there that are screaming at me for to say something, I got you. But I knew I knew exactly what you guys are all thinking right now. So. <laughs> Go ahead. Just, just use your own commentary on this part here. Your own commentary? Yeah. I had carpal tunnel surgery. That's what we were talking about if you haven't been in on it. But no. I'm not going to give you anything else. No, You gave it all to me right there. I just passed. I was nice. You passed. I passed on it this time. I'm wow. Let, I'm let, you I'm got a tattoo them, and you grew up a little bit. I'm letting the listeners. That is crazy. Instead of me feed them with, with thoughts and and Thoughts phrases, and prayers. Thoughts and prayers and praises and, and phrases. All yeah. those things together. Um, they can come up with their own. So if you want to post your comment, <laughs> comment, go right ahead. Go on ahead. Uh, we will take any sort of engagement we on the comments uh, on the YouTube. Oh, that uh-huh. is too funny. Well, I'm glad you're healing up. Yeah, me too. I bet. You know, when's the other one getting done? Uh, well, that's a funny story. <laughs> I w- it was supposed to be late July, but then. The work comp company called me and said, hey, a bill from the first one was too... You can only do one a year. Don't tell me that crap. No, huh? They said the bill for the first one was too high, so we're we're going to uh, put you in a different facility for the second one. Same doctor. We just want to done it at a different place. Sure. Same doctor. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, okay, so when are we going to do it? And they were like, I don't know. We'll call you next week. Well, that was last week. They haven't called me. Oh, nice. I don't have a clue. Nice. You're going to be going to the projects for your surgery. <laughs> Dude, I don't care. Just get it freaking done. This is where they use secondhand sur- surgical tools, you know. They were they were sanitized once at some point. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. So in, in Pendleton here, if you don't know, there's a every – when the kids get out of school, they have the uh, June Jamboree. Okay. So it's just your local small town little fair for – kids to go out and play and hang out they do the k burgers there which the k Kiwanis. oh okay so we'll Thanks. have some burgers later yeah 
But um, they're just they're just this old grill that they've been using forever, and they make these. They burgers like don't up. clean it, and that's why oh, they they probably burgers. clean it. But it actually it, they are really good burgers. <laughs> so, but they're just burgers. GFS burgers. They're, they're grilled burgers. Yeah, it's like they're grilled burgers. Like yeah. grilled burgers taste delicious. Yeah, but people in this town go absolutely ape crap over this. Yeah, they don't have anything else to do than uh, not what's cool. <laughs> burgers, K burgers, man. K but they burgers. are they are good. Yeah, you're gonna find out in a little while. Okay. Speaking of burgers, okay. I went to um, to um, West Fork Whiskey Company today yeah. and got checked their facility out. It's beautiful. They've done a great job. I've seen with a it. lot of pictures of that place, and it looks amazing. The food is great there. I had a I had a truffle burger there that was insane. Really, it was so good. Um, their coleslaw had that on the side. It was great. Um, I feel like their whiskeys are coming along. I, and I think you said the same thing. You said a lot of people are saying the same thing. I didn't have anything that just wowed me, but there was only maybe one of all the, and this is the West Forks distillate stuff. This is their own yeah. stuff now, not the, not the, MGP. Not the U Hammer or Old Hammer that's all MGP. Um, there was only one that I'm like, nope, that's not at all good. Yeah. But that was me. I think it was, yeah. it might have been more you because it was more of a medicinal higher rye. I don't know. But I wasn't a fan I'd have of the to rest try of it. them were okay or one of them was actually good but um i feel like they're still it's still a little young but it's cool to see their products not just not just coming out as dog crap yeah because that was my concern is they're going to start their own stuff and it's not going to be as good as some of the old hammer and hugh hammer stuff they had oh totally so totally. they're working it they're doing a good job um i did you got actually you might like their their maple finish because you know the starlight one how sweet it was yeah. i know you guys didn't like the sweetness of it. Yeah. This one was a lot milder on the sweetness. Oh, cool. It was just the hints of the maple. It yeah. wasn't super crazy sweet. Tight. So I think that'll hit the people that like uh, like to be more whiskey forward than maple syrup over pancakes. Oh, that's awesome. So good, good, good. It was good. Speaking of places to check out. Yeah. Well, we've both. Did, you went to the, uh, to the new Thai place in Anderson, yeah? Mm-hmm. Which Rob and I... Always talk about Thai food restaurants. Thai food's so, delicious. Thai food is delicious. Um, some Thai food's delicious. There are some that aren't there are so some, good. There are some bad Thai food places. Yeah. But the one in Anderson, what's it called? Um, Thai Divine. Thai Divine. Yep. Food is really good. And Really good. I've been telling these guys about my favorite one, which is down in Indianapolis off of 96th and Fall Creek Road. Um, that's called Thai Villa Cuisine. Yeah. And we're over here eating in Anderson at Tide of Vine, and we get our bill, and, and, and they're brand new. I mean, they're like a week or two old at the most. Yeah. They're still figuring out service. They haven't got that figured out, so they're slow. So give them a little bit of a break if you go in there. I'm like, oh, my God, this pad Thai is almost exactly the same as what I had down there. Uh-huh. The receipt came out. It actually had Thai Villa Cuisine on the receipt. Oh, that's amazing. So like, oh, yeah. So this is just an, uh, they're another location for them. Yeah. So that made sense Which, why the recipe was the same. It's in an old bank. And oh, they did a great job with it. I uh, mean, I think you said it right. It, it definitely felt a little too bougie for where it was. Yeah. I mean, this is Anderson. <laughs> it, it was actually like, pretty nice. Anderson people are here. Are you allowed to have booths that look this and good? We went on Monday um, at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and their lunch crowd, I mean, the place was almost packed. Wow. And we got there you know, like right after lunch was kind of over, and we sat there, and, and it was – I mean, we were in a hurry, so it wasn't like we were – 
frustrated, but yeah. they were very slow. But once yeah. they figured it out, I mean, I think they're going to kill it over there. Because there is no other tie in Anderson. Their green curry is crazy good. I'll get good. that next time. So good. Um, they had another curry that was like one of their specialties, which I'll try that next time. Uh, but my my goodness, the green curry was fantastic. Yeah. The only thing that puzzled me, and maybe it's just an Anderson question, is she asked, "Are you okay with white rice?" It's like, yeah, that's like it's like what goes with curry. And yeah. uh, she said, "Oh, some people want fried rice," and I was like, "Not me. Could not be me." Yeah, that might maybe it is the Anderson thing is really the main the main restaurants in Anderson that are the ones you go to over there are yeah. a couple of the Mexican restaurants. So yeah. maybe that's, they're just trying to hit the crowd. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've ever thought about having Mexican fried, fried rice with my not, not Mexican <laughs> fried rice. Well, it's just fried, fried, rice. fried rice. I know, but it's probably going to feel like a Mexican fried rice. No, it does not. It. Have you had fried rice with like crab rangoon or anything like that? No, or I don't, not, I don't not do rice crab rangoon. rangoon. Like, uh, uh, General Tso's chicken or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's not that. I mean, Thai food to me is totally different than Chinese. Yeah, it is. But it, the fried rice is still kind of the same. It's, it's like still brown soy rice sauce. with vegetables in it. No, it's white rice that has soy sauce on it. Whatever. That's, Do you that know craft from Panda Express is just like brown rice. I'm not talking rice about stuff. Panda Express. I don't oh go eat Chinese gosh. very often. Buddy, you don't even know what you're eating. It's I don't not eat Chinese. People don't very serve often. you brown rice anywhere. Oh my god! Oh my! Uh, these bands came off really well. Yeah, read it. Read it. Cigar rings, baby. Let's I sent go. you a picture as soon as we got them. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Yeah, this is. Well, what do you think about a cigar right now? I'm really enjoying it. I guess we're in the second third. Uh, I haven't really thought about it yet, so give me a minute, and I'll give you some notes. I really, I really. It's like dig black it. pepper on the palate. Black pepper and cinnamon, like a baking yeah. spice cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit of hay, um, just from the just the mouthfeel kind of of it. Yeah, uh, on the retro hill, it's getting into some more of the uh, red pepper spice. Is it? Yeah, getting a little bit of a um, little bit of Thai fried rice. Okay, it's more than a little bit. That uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, the peppers Bye, are, are high. Bye, sweetie. Goofy. Goofy, hey, <laughs> she just wanted to interrupt this show. Mm -hmm. Dirty. She always tells me bye. She won't listen to this, so I can oh, say no. whatever I want to about her. No, she won't. It's my youngest daughter, Chloe. Yeah. Okay. She's the one that brought the K-Burgers over for us to eat. K-Burgers. We um, couldn't pair K-Burgers with this. Yeah, last time we did a food pairing, it, it did not out turn well. out well. Yeah. No. We, we'll wait. We'll wait. So what is the thing that you're looking forward to most in going down to uh, French Lake tomorrow? I've been thinking about that a lot. And I think my, 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 the thing I'm most excited about is all of you meeting Alan yeah. and just hearing this guy talk. I mean, this, this guy's got so much knowledge and um, energy about what he's doing and, and trying all kinds of crazy crap. Um, I'm, I'm just excited to see what you guys think of what he's doing down there. Um, but also, 
I'm kind of excited to get into some of these crazy barrels he's got because I tried a few of them already, but he's got a lot more that we're going to be hopefully trying. And he's got he's got some crazy high hazmat brandy barrels that yeah. are insanely good. Um, I'm I'm excited to go through those. Honestly, I'm kind of excited to say, you know, if, if one of these brandies isn't one we're picking, let's try through some other stuff and see some of their higher proof um, bourbons and see what that turns out to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or their rise and so I'm I don't know I'm just excited to get down there. I think it's going to be a fun day. Um, I'm kind of low key kind of excited about going to the German restaurant after we get done too because it's yeah. freaking good. I haven't been to that German restaurant. Uh, my oh. family has property like just outside of French Lick. Like it's 15 minutes from Spirits of French Lick. Um, and I guess we never really venture out once we're down there because it's just like hunker down, cook inside, shoot a squirrel if you're hungrier. Heck yeah. Um, squirrel dumplings, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no, it's, it's definitely. It's kind of cool because I mean their their distillery is not going to be like walking into Heaven Hill or any of these big distilleries to have a big show of look at us here's all your education rooms you know this is everything's it's beautiful. a production it's facility. a production facility exactly and um, so you're I mean it's not a place you're going to go and do a tour and be wowed by how beautiful everything is he's working and it and it's awesome and I love seeing that. Yeah, and they already have a good following with the wine side. They've been around for a lot longer, um, but I don't know. I mean, what what are you excited about getting down there? Uh, I am really excited about meeting Alan, and I am ecstatic at the idea of picking a brandy. The yeah. brandies that I've had from there are so so good. Yeah, yeah. His bourbons are great. Yeah, but oh my goodness, those brandies. And I have never been one to go crazy. Okay, I take that back. I'm a big fan of like La Encantada and brands like that. But that's like, you're talking a $300 bottle with some of those. You know, a cast strength, 32-year-old, you know, whatever. Right. Allen is doing special things in the brandy realm. And if you want to go out and find something on your everyday shelf that Allen has made, the Butcher Town Brandy from Copper and Kings yeah. is a cast strength brandy that he made when he was with Copper and Kings. And that'll tell you kind of what he's doing. And it's funny because most people, I, I think, or most you people, could come in here and try the Butcher Town. Yeah, we have Butcher Town Brandy here on the shelf. Um, but I think a lot of people, when they hear brandy, they have no idea what it is. I mean, most Say people. Say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. <laughs> what a good wife she would be. Do, we'll, do, do. We'll, we'll do spoken word, um, but no, it it's it really reminds me more of a a whiskey. I mean, obviously it is in a way, but his definitely have those oak notes in they it. They do, and it's. I always tell people when they when they say, oh, I don't know if I like brandy. I mean, have you ever had brandy? Most people go no. I think people think brandy is going to be just like fruity almost wine kind of thing which i think is why i love alan's brandies is because he's not gentle and pretty with them nope nope (laughs) i mean i was telling you the the one that i fell in love with down there is somewhere between 148 and 152 proof god bless entered the barrel at barely below 140 proof you know several years ago yeah it's like it's 
Yeah, I mean, he's he's playing it to the nth degree, and I love oh, that. He's so cool. I love that, man. And you know what? He put that in the barrel, and it could have been one of those things where the first time he did he's like, I don't know if this is going to be good or crap. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. This time it did. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm excited to get one of those. I think it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be a new thing on our shelf that that'll be nice to add to our barrel pick lineup. I'm so. hoping to be able to video it because uh, people seem to like the Heaven Hill video quite a bit. Yeah, I think so too. Just uh, try and get, I don't know, try and get people some sort of insight into it. I also think it's it can be educational if we do it right, which in this French Lick pick, if he's cool with it, I'm sure there'll be a lot more talking in the video. So yeah, be able and, to walk you through it a little bit more. And Well, and, and granted, the, the video that you're going to be doing You'll probably we'll probably post it out here in a couple weeks or whatever. Yeah, um, it's not going to be like all the education. No, uh, uh-uh. but we're going to go down before our barrel is released, and we're going to go down and do a, a podcast down that French lick with him after the pick before we get it. Yeah, and we're going to talk to him one, you know, just the two of us and him, and actually let him just nerd out on the podcast. He has a couple of podcasts where he does that already. Uh huh, and. They're super informative. He'll he'll get other other distillers on, and talk to them, and they will just sit there and nerd out, and you just kind of get a, be like a fly on the wall listening. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. But I'm excited to hear what he has to say about what he's yeah. what we pick. I mean, I am too. I I'm also hoping to capture more of the actual pick experience on it on the video this time because it is always really special. Uh, to go and pick. I think this will be my 10th barrel pick. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Nine or 10 for me. Um, Mine's probably five or six. Yeah. Well, I've done five here, I guess. This will be five here, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, I guess I was looking at all of my uh, picked bottles at the house. They are stacking up. What I always <laughs> do is I'll get one for the shelf and one to open, um, if nothing else. Yeah, because one for like one for the shelf. I'll open that on a rainy day or when yeah. I'm celebrating or when it's just like, I wonder what that tastes like. You yeah. know, it, it's really fun to be able to commemorate a pick in some way like that. And I, I make little bottle tags for them that say say the date on it. And I don't know, I'll I'll write something on there to jog my memory. Yeah. So. Well, it's also kind of cool. It's to scrapbooking go back. for whiskey. It is, but it's also <laughs> kind of cool to go back and try your first pick you ever did. Yeah, and to see how much your palate has changed from that pick to the latest one. Because I'm still palates change. Yeah. year by year. Oh, they do. I'm still really proud of my first pick. My second pick, not happy with that one. The first pick what was. Your was second pick? First pick ever was Old 55, and that's probably the best Old 55 bourbon I've still had. That was a good pick. Yeah. And then the second pick was the uh, Larry Bird bottle. Oh, yeah. Which that. But we didn't pick that. We didn't pick it. We picked the one here. But I was on the pick team, so I have it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I never did get one of our inaugural bottles. Seriously? Yeah. That's serious. Why not? I don't know. No, I loved it. I just. I just don't – I don't know. I'll try to find you one. Yeah. I might have a couple. Okay. You don't have to, but it's just like one of those things where I, was, I got to looking and I was like, I thought I had an inaugural bottle. I thought you did too. I don't have one. 
I, at least I couldn't find I'm it. I'm pretty sure you have one. Granted, there's a lot of whiskey at my house, so it could be buried somewhere. I'm pretty sure you had one. Well, look and see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, the other funny thing about Benny's this weekend, this is back to our earlier conversation about me being in Chicago, is that they had four different cigar batch single barrels on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Sitting there. From Starlight, which these things sell out like crazy around here. If you just go into the Evanston neighborhood of Chicago. Nobody likes them, huh? At the, at the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Nobody. Huh. 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 Who would have guessed? They have that sitting there alongside of their Koval picks. So I did. <laughs> well. Well. So I, I did send you a, a report in the in the text group. What what did uh, you send? The Rob report. You saw that, right? It was a it was a it was actually Rob report R O B B. So uh, spelled wrong, but it was still cool. But they were talking about Penelope's new Amberana finished bourbon. Oh yeah, I well I <laughs> talked about that a couple weeks ago. No, I just said it this week, didn't I? Y- yeah, you did, but oh. I talked about that on the show. Rob. Oh, I don't remember that at all. But it's the Rio. It's finished in Amberana well, and no, Honey read, Barrels. But did you read the report? They were talking about it's time to stop with the Amberana. No, I did not read that. That's what it was. That's That was why I was sending it out. Oh, they, okay. were, they were basically saying Amberana doesn't finish a bourbon. Amberana changes a bourbon. It transforms into something that's not whiskey anymore. It just changes it so much that the flavors are just so combative that it just changes. I'm like, and I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I've still never had one Amberana finished anything that I'm like, that's really good. Yeah. Nope. I th- most of them, most of them are like terrible. Damn. Cut you off. <laughs> no, it's grabbing little things that I can't do well. <laughs> Write your own caption guys. <laughs> If somebody would like to be That's an editor how, for the subtitles on this. That is how you get carpal tunnel, my man. Trying to grab those little things. <laughs> Robert? <laughs> Ivan? Oh, man. I have to drink this Eagle Rare because I, uh, I I do think my favorite out of the bunch is that Buffalo Trace of those samples. I kind of think it was mine, too, out yeah. of those three. Yeah. So, uh, sorry... I, I don't know what I'd be sorry for. No, if I did, if I went home and cracked, because that, what was that, was that one you gave me? A small batch. That was a small batch. If I go home and crack that bottle and, and take a drink of it, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. But I, I, I think 100%, it's all about perception. It's, I mean, it's like cigars too, man. I mean, you get a cigar that has an absolutely trashy looking band on it. It's thrown <laughs> in a bundle. You walk over it a thousand times. You might smoke. Eh, it was okay. And then you find one that has this beautiful band on. You're like, oh, my God, that was great. It's like beautiful band in a coffin. Like, yeah. You know. And it could have been the and actually some they were could have been about a dog that. rocket. Well, they were t- exactly. <laughs> they were talking about that on another show. Um, there's a and I can't remember who the who the manufacturer was. Might have been E.P. Carrillo back in the day. I think it was E.P. Carrillo Ernesto back before he Perez. sold it off. And they um, they released two different cigars. Okay. And one was one brand, one was another brand. It was the exact same cigar. And um, they they would tell shops, 
you only have to buy one. But people would come in and say, I want the other one. It's better. So they would buy both those brands side by side, put them on the shelf, and people would buy one or the other. And if they tried both of them, they still said their first one that they liked best was the best one. Huh. It's the exact same cigar. It's like perception is so key. So that reminds me of when Trey Mack was telling me that uh, there was a shop when he was giving out uh, sample cigars at an event. And one of the guys there asked Trey Mack if he could buy the Corojo Reservas in the cellophane because they tasted better than the ones outside of yeah, the cellophane. Yeah, and it's just like there is no difference. No, I mean, like, like which I said and before, Trey Mack gave me both side by side, and he said, "Smoke this one, then smoke that one." So yeah. tell me if there's a difference. The only and jokingly, that- I came up to him and would be like, "Dude." Dude, the one in the cellophane, so much better. (laughs) So much better. I I think it aged out better. It depends on how long you're aging it, too, because some people will age cigars and pull the cello so that they age a little quicker. Because cello will slow down, but you're talking about aging something five, ten years. Yeah. Um, But not not just, like, fresh out of the pack. Yeah, not just fresh out of the pack. Yeah. Yeah, this... I'm I'm really digging this cigar. This cigar is starting to change on me a little bit. This thing is uh I mean look at the look at the burn, man. Yeah. All it's the way down. Wonderful. All the way down. Absolutely wonderful. Um I'm getting um I'm not gonna say umami because that's that's your word. Well um, it, it, no, let's talk it, about that. I was umami. called out for umami. umami this week. Umami. <laughs> Shout out to Scott DeShong. Shout out. Cheers, cheers to you, man. That's cheers. our first cheers this episode. It is, and we've said other names. So cheers to you, Scott DeShong. Yep, yep. And uh he said, Man, Isaiah sure does pull out umami a lot. <laughs> and what I said in response is what I what I think a lot of people will call leather. Yeah, leather, mushroomy, all that kind of similar notes. Yeah, yeah, my my immediate thought is like dried mushroom powder. It sounds a lot better to you guys if I don't say this cigar has a yeah. mushroomy note. Like that is not in my head. It absolutely could be an appealing note, but to most people, they're it's like, not. no. But this has that. Do you get it? it, it yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I just wasn't going to say it but because I was thing. called. Oh, I think it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all, all you're doing, I mean, it's like it's like having a steak. And yeah. you add like, you know, sometimes you'll get a really good steak and they'll throw some kind of a, a sauce or something on top. Yeah. It's kind of what it's doing is like it's it's a savory note that's kind of mellowing out a little bit. Um, that's kind of what I get. It's, like, Which, it's almost ooh. like steak, but not steak. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's almost like a meat quality to the the smoke flavor. You know what we should do? What is pair this cigar with a steak? We Just should. for science. Well, yeah. I mean, but, it has to be a tomahawk ribeye. At least yeah. 45 dry days for, dry. Yeah. Age. Well, I, I think that's the least that could be done for it. You think yeah. they let us light up in 1933? <laughs> do they do they have a patio? No. Oh. No. No, they probably wouldn't let us do that. But you think we could take our steaks to go to? Uh, oh, that, I would never take that steak to go. That thing is perfect when they bring it out. I'm never going to take it away. You could take. We're going to eat that. You know boy. what? We'll do an episode at my house, and I'll just grill some steaks. We'll do it well. We should do that. 
Uh, it's not a wonderful place, but uh, we could grill and we, uh, we could smoke. We should do that. Maybe we can uh, do it out in the yard where maybe we catch a drug drug bus going on next door or something. Dude, I had this lady on Sunday who showed up at my door, just had a bag in her hand, like a 7-Eleven bag. Nice. First of all, where is there a 7-Eleven around Speedway here? Speedway owns 7-Eleven now. So if you go to Speedway, you'll see 7-Eleven products in there now. Okay. Yep. I did not realize that. Yep. So I don't know if she was just being nice to me or if she had a gun in the bag because I have heard of people doing that. So I just, uh, I was at home at the time. So I just watched her on my ring doorbell and she sat there for, she stood there for four minutes. Oh, jeez. Like just that's, wait for you to answer the door? Yeah, that is way too long to wow. wait on somebody to answer the door. So, so what is doorbell etiquette? If somebody doesn't answer within a minute, I just feel like they're not coming. Yeah, you should just leave. Like yeah. if you yeah. don't hear rustling around inside, like I think what you need to do is you have a ring doorbell, right? Oh yeah. I think what you need to do is get you one of those apps on your phone that has like the crazy aggressive dog barking. And just make that go through your ring doorbell. Dude, Freak them out, man. That was my problem is I had Kitty with me. Like, if Kitty was at the house. Oh, he'd been freaking out. Oh, he'd have been going wild. Like, nobody's going to touch my house with when I'm not home and it's just that dog. I can hear him on the doorbell and he is barking. That's and he's great. a 95-pound pit mastiff. Like, he sounds intimidating. Granted, if you got in the door, all he wants to do is cuddle you. Well, yeah. But... You know, it's the so, thought that counts. So, is Kitty the little spoon then? Is that what I'm getting here? He's only 95 pounds. He's half you. He, uh, it depends. Half and half. Half and <laughs> half, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> what is it, man? What? You get a couple of, couple of fat guys in a podcast, and all we want to do is talk about food and stuff, man. Always ends up with steaks and K burgers and all kinds of shit, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I, I would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't even is. know. It is what it is. It okay. Kind of always, it seems to always come out though. It doesn't matter if we got a skinny guy on the podcast with us or not. I think we're always. Oh I, shit! Mike Bother was on here. And we talked about smoked meats for a long time with him. But I he think that I think the thing is, is people who are in the cigar and whiskey realm are also foodies. Like, yeah, you're people are taste. just like connoisseurs of flavor. Once you get to this point, very true. Very um, true. So, it, just all things, all things flavor, you get excited about. Mm -hmm. um, that's the reason I got into cigars, and then I realized that they are a wonderful study tool when I was in college because. Nicotine is a proven study help as a stimulant. So it is, yeah. you light up a cigar and for an hour and a half, you're able to read that book that you've been putting off for two weeks. And well, and how many times if you don't have a cigar, do you just sit there and grab a bag of chips or something and just pound those? Like how much better is it for you to sit there and just smoke a cigar and, oh, yeah. and, and do your homework? I, I don't know. I, I, I've said it many times. I feel like this is very medicinal forces you to slow down and relax and that's what it's designed I, for i legitimately would not have gotten through my undergrad without cigars yeah i just don't think i would have or at least not as well as i did because i just go to smokers abbey shout out to them shout out shout out smokers abbey nashville tennessee my homies we need to make a road trip down there brady sometime. and nate and josh you're my people jordan 
Tag him I the also maybe I also love guy. you, Jordan, but you didn't work there when I was a regular, so I don't know what to tell you. You only love him. You only love him short time, not long time. Yeah, short gotcha. time. Short time, Jordan. Short time. Yeah. <laughs> the other guys, I love you long time. Oh man, they were good to me. They're so good to me. Um, but yeah, uh, cigars are a wonderful study tool. I, I mean, if you work from home, and you have a project to, to, to get out for work, smoke a cigar. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, you will be so much more productive. Because this ritual, it's like a breathing habit. The nicotine helps you focus. And this is this is not just Isaiah saying stuff. This no, is actually scientifically bad. Yeah, yeah. Science. It, 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 this it is, is legit science. It's actually science. This is actually science. Wow. Um but yeah, no, it, it, they're fantastic. I, oh, I do have another little bit of news. So the um, Aladino Lounge exclusive cigars from Aladino will be dropping here in about a week or so. Ooh, baby. So we're excited to get those in here. We'll talk more about them once we get them. But yeah. they're only available at Aladino Lounges. So it'll be our lounge, um, Nelson Legausto's in Pittsburgh, and um, Dan's Place in Texas. What's it called again, Lisa? Leaf and Ale? No, that's not it. Um Gosh, I need to remember what his name of his shop is. Yeah. We're the, th- the only three cigar lounges, Aladino cigar lounges yeah. in America right now. A couple more on the on the you know, yeah. path coming, but if you if you don't if you're not from around here and you don't come in here and you just listen to podcasts and you want to try a cigar, you can only get a lounge. Give us a call; we'll ship them. Yeah, um, we do box discounts. So if you want to buy a box, you're going to get additional ten percent off automatically. So, Absolutely. Um, and once we and we're going to be doing an event with Trey. Hopefully, like right before Father's Day, mm-hmm. like not Saturday because we're going to be gone Saturday, but um, maybe Friday or something like that. Where are you that going? Week. I'll tell you about that in a minute, too. We're oh, going to do some kind of fun there, too. Yeah. But um, we'll have Trey on here. We'll do an event to kind of blow through some boxes because we bought a, a master, master uh, what do they call those? Master box, master crate, whatever uh, boxes. So I think it's like 36 boxes we're going to get in here. So we'll Amazing. have plenty of stock to sell. Uh, but no, so Saturday before Father's Day, um, shout out Dirk Fence. Shout out. Um, I'm, he asked me if I wanted to do an event up in Old Fifty Five with him. Um, they're doing a release of one of their, I think, one of the Into Watch things. Yeah, and wanted to know if I'd come up and do a um, sell cigars, sell merch, whatever up there. Oh, that's awesome! Um, just to be a part of it with them. So Lisa and I are going to go up there and um, be a part of that. It's at Old 55's um, place in New- Newton, Indiana, or Newtown, however you pronounce uh, it. I think um, they say Newton. I, I think they call it Newton, but it's spelled Newtown. Yeah. Uh, but they, it, it's going to be a, a release party. I'm pretty sure it's for one of uh, Dirk's. It actually, is, I know the, it is. It, I know it's Dirk's. It is the end of watch stuff. Yeah. So if you ever, if you know of anything about Dirk, so Dirk is a police officer over, and, and we've had him on the show, and you guys have talked to a little bit about him. If you haven't seen that show, he's a police officer over in Danville. And he started Indiana Bourbon on Instagram, and he does um, a foundation called End of Watch. And basically, he is he is going out doing barrel picks, selling the barrel, selling the bottles to people, not raising making, a single not penny, any money at all. Um, actually, it's costing him money to do this. 
and but he sells them off to raise money for fa- families of fallen officers. If you can't get behind a program like that, I don't know who the hell you are. Yeah, that's something we should all be getting behind. So he's he does he's done several with Old Fifty Five, and a lot of that is because Old Fifty Five self distributes, Starlight self distributes. So he's done stuff with yeah. Starlight too, and they don't have a retail establishment, so they really can't do much other than that. So. Um, he's working on a lot of things to be able to go to uh, more distilleries around the area. So he will be doing more. Um, but this one's coming out. I don't even know what the whiskey was. I saw a post about it, but I didn't look it up. So I'll have to look uh, it up and see. Uh, it could be a fun day. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't remember what it was. Um, but since we're going down to French Lick tomorrow... Uh-huh. Do you know what your first cigar of the morning is going to be? Apparently, that's going to be the first, second, third, and fourth. <laughs> Are you actually going to smoke it? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. For the, the YouTube. For the YouTube. I'll wait and do it on the YouTube for you. No, no, no. I'll video it. You're not going to video for five hours while no, I smoke that we, cigar. No, we'll do first, second, and third notes. And you can smoke it on the ride home, too, because it's only like two and a half hours I'm down there. I'm going to smoke on it? the ride home in half the day here, man. When yeah. we get back. Here it is. It Wake is. Wake up at five in the morning and start it. I'm trying to figure out what this is. He, That was a video. This is riveting radio. <laughs> radio. Where is this podcast? You're on the wrong show, big dog. Actually, it does not say what what it is. I thought it was a O55 bourbon. It is. Okay. Uh don't Oh no. This this one I don't know if that, that can't be the same one because this says sweet corn, but I'm pretty sure it's a it's a straight bourbon. I'll figure out that information and I'll let you guys know cuz I I'm I'm anxious to try some more of um, Jason's regular bourbons because kind of kind of sweet corned out right now. Um, I love the original. The original was the best. Oh, that um, was fantastic! But I'm kind of kind of ready to see what else he comes out with. Um, get back to make maybe maybe making some of those really good bur- bourbons like that first pick you guys did. Yeah. Um. So yeah. There's that. Yeah. So you're gonna smoke that asylum. First thing in the morning. I don't know. Um, Come on, Rob. Probably not. No, because then I got to Are you going to smoke it tomorrow? I got to keep track of it then the rest of the day. <laughs> okay, smoke it on the ride home. All right, I'll smoke it on the ride home. There okay, you go. so what's your first cigar of the day tomorrow? First cigar of the day. Because we're starting at 7.30 tomorrow. 7.30. Um, for our French Lake pick. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't go. I don't go mild very often in the mornings anymore. Yeah, I might start with like a knuckle sandwich, Obano, or something. Okay. Yeah. How about uh, you? I think I've been. I might pull out what my last blood medicine. Smoke oh, that one. I that would be that a one. good morning. That would be a good stick. one. That's a yeah. milder cigar, but um, I keep going back to those fumados and C majors in the smoked morning. One this or earlier last week. Dude, again, they're fantastic. That's one. You, I wish all Connecticut tastes like that. You need to get in here and try that one. the The biggest issue with that cigar is it does not have any box presence on the shelf. No, it's got a foot band. Yeah, no label, nothing on it. It's a 
brown it box. Is so good. But the cigar itself is amazing. So maybe it does what look, I need to do is take it out of there and put it in a fancy box, and I bet you would sell. I don't really want them to sell like that, though. Because then that means when I run out of mine, I won't be able to come back and get more. I still got a couple boxes back here, Dang. buddy. And that okay. was a special release, and I can't believe it. Yeah, that was PCA left. last year. Yep, yep. But that, that thing. Dude, I still have I still have Pisonastasias. Those are amazing. Had those, you need to get in here and buy these boxes up because they're crazy good. Yeah, they if are. If you want a mild to medium cigar that's that, that treats you like a mild but actually has the flavor of more of a medium yeah. plus such a good cigar it really is uh those pie synesthesias which almost again, connecticut out, that's, yeah. that's osgener that's yeah. tim osgener yeah osgener osgener hard thing to say osgener osgener um i guess it's turkish okay yeah I which is that. where the names of these cigars are coming from makes sense which this is the aramis aramis yeah aramis. um I, I am really happy uh, with this cigar. I am. Oh. I'm on the nub of well, it at this point. Another shout out. You need. You have some more whiskey. Grab some more. What? Which one you want? One A B C. 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 No, grab, give me B. Grab. Grab. Do you that have enough for Lisa's flight? I've got hers in the glass. In the glasses. I okay. won't mess with hers. So, shout out. Okay. Shout out. Adam Fox, uh, first box purchaser of an Air of Aramis. Foxy man, you're the dude. He's um he's he didn't have the he didn't want to pick him up yesterday when he was here or whatever day it was, but he's um he's gonna pick it up this week. So oh well, he might and, as well wait for the event because he'll get special treatment. Yeah, yeah, and they, and I've got thirteen boxes. Yeah, and I don't think they're sold out yet. So if we get this event going and I sell over half of them, I'm probably going to see if Dave can go ahead and get me a few more boxes because yeah. I don't want this one to go away anytime soon. No, I it's great. I hope this is a regular release. It's um, not. It's not? Are I don't sure? think so. Or is it joining the line light? It can you still get the B-52s? Yeah, the Bosphorus. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Bosphorus. Yeah. Bosphorus is a str- I think this is ad- adding to their line. I think they're doing stuff like the okay. Pisonistasia yeah. Yeah. as their limited releases. Um. I love this size too. I mean, it's it's kind of like a Toro in 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 ring gauge, but the Bellicoso on it. Um, it's a great cigar. It's not, I mean, it feels like it's a smaller ring gauge because you got the tapered you know head on it. Yeah, Rob does love a tapered head. I do. <laughs> it's so deformed and unnatural, but it's amazing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but this cigar add your own caption. Add your own caption. <laughs> we, we do need to have we need to start having a caption contest. Yeah? We do. So I did one thing on a show once that I thought was hilarious. Everyone thought it was hilarious and no one participated. Well, a few people participated. Okay. But there was this show I used to listen to. Um, three guys that were they were really cool guys, and they just it was literally just BS shit the entire show. Okay. But they had something they did called the hashtag contest. Okay. So basically what they would do, and I would love this to happen on this show because I could never get it happening on the other one I was on. But basically you listen to the show and listen to all the stupid shit we say back and forth and you create hashtags. Yeah. So like hashtag Isaiah likes small things in his hand, you know, whatever. 
I, I'm game for it. So uh, yeah, but any kind of hashtag, anything that's said that you know you, you hear on here on there, and maybe we just kind of blow past it because we're talking and it's like it's super funny. And you post it and it's like, oh my god, that's hilarious. So and then, uh, so, and then the cool so thing where about, do people post these? Um, on the YouTube feed, on their own Instagram, on your Instagram. Well, we need to start posting out the show every 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 week. So I need to start getting better at that. So you could post it wherever. I don't. Can you really? Can you comment? You can't comment on podcasts. No. Uh. -uh. So it'd have to be either YouTube or when you we know do what. It. Leave it in a review on the podcast. There you go. Eh, no, we want the reviews to actually be real reviews. Uh, but please leave us a review. We actually. do need some reviews. That would help out a lot. We haven't gotten reviews in a little while. Have we had reviews at all? Yeah. Oh, I apparently missed that totally. We do have reviews. Oh, cool. But your review, you in particular, you. I'm you would make you. a difference you for do. this podcast. You will if, make a difference. If you enjoy listening to us, you know, a lot of shows get their Patreon pages up and they uh, get to the point where they want to be crowdfunded. Nah. You know what? We're All you got to do, do for us, just leave a review. Just tell us how much you love us. How much you love Papa Rob. Papa Rob. <laughs> And, and, and Bubby Isaiah. And Bubby Isaiah. <laughs> Papa Rob and Bubby Isaiah. <laughs> That could be the name of the show right today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no. Um, but I, I thought that was a, a fun thing. And this this show I was talking about, I mean, they would literally say some of the most off-the-wall wretched shit you could think of. But some of that stuff makes some of the funniest hashtags you'd ever heard. I'm like, I would love to see someone do that with our show. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, when so Rob if I post it on social media, you, you can comment there. Um, if we figure out a way to actually track it, which we got to figure that out. We can do a contest. We can do a contest each week, and if you, if you're, if you're one, the following week we'll pick the winner of the last one. Yeah. Then um, we could actually do something. We'll we'll do a giveaway so or we'll this, do a discount. By this upcoming Tuesday, p uh, comment on Rob's post, the final third cigar and whiskey lounge in Instagram. Throw a hashtag in the comment. On the post where he it, where he's posted this yes. show, and the hashtag has to be relevant to this show. Yeah, it's um, got to be relevant there. And I will say, so what I will give, okay, on this week, is a um, Tadascan finished in Peach Street barrels. Okay, because I still have those. Yeah, so I can hold one of those back. If you win, you get one of the. The Peach Street Tattis Cans. Yeah. So uh, we'll announce it on the and next we'll do more things. On I'm the sure. next show and probably respond to you if you won. Yeah, uh, and if, and if this seriously, if this takes off now, if it's only Dr. J doing it every week, he gets one win. That's one all you win, get, buddy. Oh, one win, Dr. J. But if other people get in, in into doing this, then we'll start doing some other things. Maybe we'll yeah. do a maybe we'll do a discount. Maybe maybe you'll get a maybe you'll get the pairing of the week. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, but that could be fun. We're gonna I'd make like to, this a thing. I'd like to make it more fun. Do do some things like that where we interact a little bit more. Yeah. You already done with your cigar. Yeah, I am. Dang, I still, I'm not even in the final third yet. I didn't even oversmoke it. That that's flat. So uh, you must have just taken too long talking. It has never went out. I've not relit this once. Tell it, thank you. I don't know thank what to tell you. you. <laughs> oh, no. This is. I'm, I'm telling you. This is what. This is in my top three new favorite cigars of the year and the other two i'll tell you right now which i thought it was last year but it was this year the knuckle sandwich 55 yep 
and the the Aladino Candela. Yeah, all three, I haven't smoked a Candela in a little. All while. three of them. I mean, Candela is going to be your milder one. This one's more medium, medium full, and then the Knuckle Sandwich is full. Yeah, all three of them fit a profile that's great. All three of them are delicious. Those are my three top ones so far this year. PCA hasn't come out yet. I'm sure there's going to be some special cigars coming out. I'm excited about those two. Oh but yeah. Now I will say there is a place for the 601 orange and yellows. I got to decide if those are in my top five of the year, but I it have depends a hard, on what comes out. The yellow I really really like. Me too. I have a hard time believing that it'll still be in my top five by the end of this year. Well, and it's funny because it, it's I think good. you and I might be the only two people that like the yellow more than the orange. Really? Almost everyone loves the orange way over bigger, way more. That's why I still have four boxes, four or five boxes of the yellow left. I've got one box of the orange huh. left. Uh, I do. I do love that yellow. It's mm-hmm. it's Mexican San Andreas goodness. It is. And it's milder. It's more of a medium. It is. Yeah. So it's it's really tasty. But back to this cigar, um, the thing I like about this is, you know, you're seeing in the last years, year, year and a half, you've seen a ton of cigars come out with Sumatra wrappers. Yeah. Good cigars. I mean, like the Knuckle Sandwich Maduro Sumatra wrapper. Absolutely. Two years ago, the Azulejo from Espinosa Sumatra. You have a lot of great Sumatras. I mean, Crowned Heads is doing them. Rojas is doing them. Yeah. We got the one that's going to be coming from Aladino. All of them are doing that. Yep. Well, they used San Andre or the the Sumatra on the binder. And I think what that does is it takes a chocolatey wrapper and adds the spice level on the binder and it's like you kind of screw your brain a little bit trying to figure well, out what flavor. And it tones down some of the more earthy qualities of a it Sumatra. Does. It does. Yeah. And I like that, but then you throw in the Connecticut um, broadleaf, Dominican, and Nicaraguan fillers, and I think they're just all dancing around nice together where there's so many different changes. I mean, if we were sitting here just smoking these and doing an actual review or writing notes, I would guarantee we'd probably come up with 20 different flavor notes Oh, I think in so. the cigar yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, it's kind of hard to when you're talking and thinking about other things. Well, the amazing thing about this Aramis is that it is a... Uh, it holds its own on a shelf. I have... I have not tasted a cigar that tastes like this. No. Like, and there's not even an adjacent cigar to it's, this. It's very unique. Yeah. And we'll do another shout out. You don't have any more whiskey. Shout out. Luke. Luke. Our boy from Canada. Canada. A. Canada. A. 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 Um, I, I, this is one that I would like to see him do a review on. Because if you've not seen it, it's. If you go on his in, on Instagram, look up sticks my sticks my sticks thirty five millimeter mm. Yeah, his reviews are some of the best reviews I've seen out there. Period. Absolutely. He does not give a rating. He just tells you how the cigar smokes. He gives you, and he has a great palate. His the flavor, flavor notes, notes are spot on. Are amazing. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see him do this. I I need to I. Luke, reach out to me if you can't get this one up there. Let me know, and I'll send you a couple. And I want you to do a review yeah. on this one. Um, this Luke is amazing. Is an eloquent cigar reviewer. He's not just going to give you leather and cedar right. and earthy. But he's also not going to like float out a whole bunch of BS. Yeah. He's not going to write a three-page article. Yeah. He literally posts his entire review on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook. And it's like, 
So it's concise, but it's very detailed, and it's it's long, but it's detailed. Yeah. But it, I mean, you know how Instagram posts are; they're but not you that can long, fit it. but you can fit it all on there. Yeah. So, um, reach out to me, Luke. If you can't get these, I'll, I'll I'll try to get you a couple. I'd love you to review these and and let us know what you think. Yeah. These. So, these. Uh, I think you'd love it, Luke. I think so too. So. I think so too. And. Get your ass back down here and see us. We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, we need to get you on the show sometime. These little, so. these little you know, texts to us in the middle of the night doesn't do enough for us. Yeah. Yeah, see you. Yeah, see ya. Yeah. No, seriously, uh, let's plan a day, get you get you this way, and uh, I, heck, we could do a MySticks 35mm event if you wanted to. We could. We could. Do, we could do a whole... If you wanted to teach people how to taste cigars... Yeah. You know what? We could totally do that. You let me know if you're interested in that, because if you are and you could find a way to make it down here in the next couple months, we'll just plan a plan a night with you to hang out with people and we are going to record a show, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if you even if you don't feel comfortable doing a review or teaching people how to taste, just come on the show with us. That's going to be enough to teach people how to taste. Yeah, absolutely. So it'll be great. Well, anything else, ma'am? I don't think so. All right, um, cool. Well, you can follow me again on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. You can find me at the Whiskey Pastor. And we appreciate you guys listening in. We'll see you this week. If you again, if you're listening to this this morning when it when it actually um, airs tonight at five o'clock, David Payne's going to be here with Crowned Heads doing an event. Les from Calibri's going to be here doing an event. And uh, you got to get out here because it's going to be a great time. Blood medicine, baby. You'll love them. Yes. So thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.